Welcome to Teeth and Tea. My name is Nicole Ortega. And my name is Allison Cuevas. And today we're going to just talk to you guys and give you another recap of where life has taken us the past couple weeks since our last podcast. So as always, I'm going to throw it to Allison and see how you've been doing. Okay, so everything's been good, kind of crazy. I will like kind of tell you about my day. Um, I had a patient for my RDHAP. I went to, you know, packed up my car, got my tray ready, had all my instruments ready, went to her house, unloaded everything, went up a long elevator, and I'm knocking and knocking, calling and calling, no answer. And I'm like, oh. wait. And so this is like our lives, you know. Um, apparently, she had forgotten, and she went to go work out with her girlfriends, or I don't know. So, uh, but, you know, she's like 85. So, you know, I can't get mad at her. But she forgot that her appointment was today. And I was like, you know, this is a true life of an RDHAP. Um, Yesterday was the tooth fairy at my children's preschool. Well, actually, no, I did the whole preschool class and I did the whole kindergarten class. And there's three kindergarten classes and there's like seven preschool classes. So I was at my kid's school from 9 30 and my last class was at 1 30 so I feel like they should have paid me but yeah. it was a lot of fun how have you been oh I love that I know okay so I am so bummed that I didn't launch this I have this new pin for for tooth fairy day and it like passed oh. but I'm still gonna launch it so freaking cute but um yes tooth fairy day I just am obsessed so I spent the day actually I did a live yesterday with Zerk I saw that. Yes. So thank you. Those days are usually, I mean, I usually don't get too nervous, but yesterday I did because it was more focused on me instead of like a product. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the cats out the bag, I was definitely a little bit more nervous for yesterday. Um, but yeah, just staying really busy, just creating content like crazy, I feel like. And, um, hopefully me and you will still get to do some more RDHP content because I feel like people love that. And yes. Yeah. And that's a whole nother, you know, it's work. It's total work creating content <laughs> yeah. too, um, especially to make it really perform really well. I've realized too, you can't just like throw anything out there. You got to have like words and you got to have it at the right time. And it's off. It's I'm learning. So, but yeah, yeah I think I mean, I'm just it's, busy. It's, that's what I discovered. Like, I mean, I haven't been as active on social media as I used to be just because I've recently launched the boutique and, um, but even with the boutique, it's very real to me that there is a whole method to the madness. Now, like literally there are hashtag like alerts to know songs to know, like Mm -hmm. themes, dances. Like if you're not with it, video content is a hundred percent what you have to be making and it needs to be at a certain time and you have to have the new song. So it's a lot of work. And I kind of just, got a little drained from it and so I definitely took a big breath of fresh air with the bright bite and I was just kind of like you know I'm gonna take a breather from it and I actually am really happy like I do love social media I love it I'm still on it every single day I just am not creating as much content as I used to and um but I feel like I needed to spend time with my kids more you know (laughs) yeah totally it's it's definitely a balance balancing act for sure when you're an entrepreneur and you're a mom and you have to do it all I mean essentially that's kind of what I'm doing and I've what I've also found really fun is like 
Um, and I'll launch another one today. Like I'll, I'll create a reel of even just making dinner, you know, cause I have to do it anyway. And so, or like cooking yeah. or like whatever. So I, I feel like I'm always creating content. I do really appreciate though being an RHAP and like going to see my patients, um, when I, you know, scheduling that when I can around I my kids schedule, the people that create contact that are like, you genuinely love doing things then it's just so natural and fluid and like makes others happy as well, you know? So there's no method to that. You just do what you love and show it like you're cooking and it will do really good because people love that and they can relate, you know? So that's really amazing. I love that. Well, I see your little mom post too with your lunches and stuff, you know? And I think it's just a part of, yeah, I think as long as you're creating something, whatever it is that is genuine, you love it, no matter what it's going to, It'll do good for you because you feel good about it. So, yeah, I'm in the same boat with you. Just honestly doing the RDJP thing. Um, I do want to piggyback on the, our last podcast. I did look into that mouth prop I was talking about, and it is made by Specialized Care, and it's mm. called, called a mouth rest. And they actually have a few other products that I want to try to get and um, try, you know, just test out with my oh, patients. Are those those little balls that you posted? No, you know what? I will do another um, post about these. Actually, they're in, I want to say they're in another reel I'll be posting this week. Oh, perfect. So they're mouth rest. They're by Specialized Care. They're a little bit pricey, but you know, they're made in the United States and they work. So I am obsessed. And so that has really helped me with a patient. And so actually the same patient, so funny, I just started using these mouth props to like try to do a better um, assessment. Mm-hmm. even just like assessment to get a good look at it. Cause this patient, anytime you went into oral, just clenched down so mm-hmm. hard. Like he was so even like he, his, um, he tried to like fight you off of him. He was like, yeah, I've never had a patient this strong before. So I was really looking for something to help me out and these save the day. And so between his caregiver and these mouth rests, I've been able to like really get a good look at everything. And so I was looking and I was like, Oh, this poor gentleman had just class five, you know, suspicious lesions since we can't, uh, can't all sick, over. Can't, yeah, yes, okay. it was just so sad. <laughs> and of course, plaque, you know, like you thick coated plaque. And so I said, okay, I'm going to take some pictures, you know, cause this is, I need some documentation for this. And so the caregiver goes, okay, well let me brush his teeth, you know? And I was like, okay. And I figured, yeah, this might be even better to get a more accurate view of, you know, all that recessed area and whatever. So he's brushing his teeth. And I was impressed. I even took a little video. I was like, oh, he's doing a good job. He has an electric toothbrush. And the patient was cooperative. And as soon as he was done, the patient started chomping on something. And you could hear it hard. I thought, oh, that's his tooth. And the caregiver was, oh, no, it's probably just food or something that came loose. And I was like, I don't think so. So we opened up his mouth. And sure enough, number seven. Oh, no. Fractured. Number seven. I mean, like, oh, oh right? I mean, it just blew me away. So I had to call them, his wife and let her know. And so it's just, it is so different. You know, that's like why I just threw that little story in because, the contrast of seeing your regular patients every six months with a fairly healthy mouth to the lives that we live providing care to those who otherwise would receive no care. This gentleman doesn't leave his four walls. You know, he does not exactly. leave a facility and doesn't have regular oral care at all. And the diet is a whole nother level that, you know, we've addressed um, other times. But that's what the wife was telling me, too. When I talked to her, he's like, they feed him juice and cookie, you know, and it's like that all does not help, especially when there's no care, you know, oral care routine at all. 
So, yeah, so it just is, it's always eventful, you know, leading a life as an RDHAP, it's never a dull moment. There's always well, something going on. I will say as an RDHAP was the first time I, I was cleaning someone's teeth and the tooth fell out. That has never happened to me until I started as an RDHAP. And, yep. you know, those lower anteriors were very wobbly and I was like, Ooh, I'm not sure, you know, if I should take off all this tartar in the event right? that one will come off. And when it came out, I was like, oh, my Lord, you know, yes. and I'm part of a contract with like, you know, so I've notified the physician right away. Like, I need to talk to you about something, blah, blah, blah. And the patient, it was like, she didn't even fade. It wasn't, she wasn't phased. Like, she, that tooth's been ready to come out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Thank God, right? I think a lot of our patients are already kind of know, you know, or for me, my patients, my patients oh, really yeah. don't know they're Alzheimer's. So they're, so in an essence, it was like, okay, if anyone else lost tooth number seven, it would be a major deal for, you yeah, know, but, for, for you yeah. and I, but for him, he's bed bound. Um, it's not a big deal, but even to the wife, it was, she was like all ready to like, let's get it another something in there. So I don't know what's going to happen. It was it, his, this patient of mine, his dad was a dentist. He has all, he had Aww. all 32 teeth with no restorations. Granted, he needed <gasps> some, right? He needed some because oh, of, yeah. you know, where he was. But at the end of the day, it was like, wow, if this gentleman didn't have dementia um, and wasn't bed bound, you know, the life that he would have lived, the, or the, his mouth, the, what he would have had, you know? So it is all preventive and I think access to care is huge and more people knowing about us. And the sooner we can get into these facilities and see these patients, as soon as they enter, I think the better off they'll be and the healthier their mouths will be. And then that translates right on into them being able to continue to eat and be able to sustain life. So it's huge. We're still fighting a big fight, Allison. Oh, a hundred percent. So this weekend I also went to my big sister in dental hygiene had like this awesome party um, for her wedding celebration. And I went and the director of the USC school of dentistry, cause she's a professor was there and like all of my professors and it was so much fun. And I was telling her, you know, that I'm an RDHAP now. And she was like, I am so inspired by your YouTube Aww. channel and I want to be <laughs> on your channel. And I told her, so we'll definitely have her on the podcast, but I explained to her because I remember her doing a presentation about how she used to go into hospitals and what she would do which she would teach um, oral hygiene to nurses. Yes. And she would do that. And I thought it was so fascinating. And I remember being in school, like, I want to do that. That's amazing because nursing really doesn't like deep down go into your no. mouth at all. Like, oh, why is the patient not eating? Let's try a million other things when it's really like open their mouth. And absent. You know? Yeah. Like, yes, I 100% agree. There needs to be way more integration. It's so funny because we had Crystal Spring on back god last year sometime i can't even remember the podcast but she's still like crusading this whole health dental integration in montana i don't know if you remember her but absolutely right yes. and so she's so really been doing such big things she actually wrote me today because she loved the the little um tooth cross tooth pin because it kind of is oh, everything yes. you know integrating the two and i think we have even with that so far to go but there's no way of escaping it. Our mouth is not a separate entity. We are one body and it's time, you know, we've elevated ourselves to, to see that all clearly and align ourselves. So as healthcare, we are not just not thinking about our mouth. It's just 
it I blows mean, my and mind. I don't even think that dent. I don't even think that like physicians or nurses consider us like part of healthcare. You know, they're like, oh, right. dental. That's totally different. But no, we're like one. So that's why I do love having this contract because I'm in. I'm like considered part of the well-being of the patient, you know? And so 100%. I'm really, I'm really grateful that I found this network because it's, I'm working directly with their physicians to talk about their diet and all these different aspects to having a healthy mouth, you know? Right. Oh, hundred percent. I think I honestly still firmly believe that we have a place in every hospital, school, facility. I mean, we're just too absent amongst healthcare that they need us around. I think we're an asset and I think we could really behoove all everyone the whole population everyone needs oral care and yeah we we definitely are not there yet and it's 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 mind-boggling to me because I feel like even the doctors and nurses they learn about just health care and and not enough like you said about teeth and oral care but they know the mouth is there you know and so I think yeah. that it just goes to show that yeah we we need a place in these hospitals and we need a place in these facilities and I hope one day in my lifetime we will see that become law Definitely. All right. Well, I hope that if you are an RDHAP, be wanting to become an RDHAP, you reach out to us, you help us get everybody aligned in order. And this was a short little podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, you guys like it and share it and keep smiling. Bye. Bye.